We're back with some more college basketball action here for Saturday, November 19th. And it's not the greatest slate of Saturday games ever, you know, obviously with football still going on. Um, we don't have a huge card, but a couple of good MTEs going on this weekend. A couple of other games on top of that. So let's jump right into it. Providence takes on Miami here in the Hall of Fame tip-off. Providence comes into this game as the 49th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Miami is the 48th overall team. And both these teams have had strong starts to the season. I mean, 3-0 for both of these teams coming into this game. Um, you know, Providence did struggle in that opening night game against Ryder. You know, end up only winning that one um, by one point. But since then, have looked solid. Yeah, they haven't played the, the greatest level of competition by any means. But um, had a great win over Stonehill in their last game game and overall providence has shot the ball pretty well this season a 56.3 effective field goal percentage on the year hitting 41.2 percent from beyond the arc but the biggest concern for me for providence coming into this game is that shot defense they have one of the worst perimeter defenses in the entire country here through three games they're 355th in that um, allowing 47.5 percent from beyond the arc and yeah some of that is just you know bad luck sure and then that number is certainly going to improve but still, that's not a great perimeter defense at this point in the season, considering the teams that they have played. But for Miami, um, haven't played really anyone either. They do have a decent win over UNC Greensboro last week. And overall, they've shot the ball pretty well this season. Um, also, 56 effective field goal percentage on the year, hitting 35.7% from beyond the arc. And defensively, Miami has certainly looked stronger than what we've seen from Providence this season. And, you know, it was a Jim Laranega team that I absolutely fell in love with in that tournament run. I'm going to be honest, you know, I wasn't super high on Miami going into the tournament last season, but they kind of just kept winning games, kept impressing me and, you know, ultimately making an elite eight run. Um, that was pretty fun to watch. Cameron McGusty though is gone from this team. And that's obviously not something that you can overlook for Miami coming into the season. He was a huge part of their success last season, but there's still plenty of talent up and down this roster. Man, Isaiah Wong um, returns and is still on this team. And they have plenty of guys who have not only transferred in, um, but some of those roster guys from last season who are certainly stepping up and and have looked good through the first three games of the season here and that's not to say i don't love what providence did last season i mean ed cooley had this team cooking as well um but as far as guys lost in the offseason providence certainly had some major major hits and um you know we already saw providence struggle in that opening night game against Ryder. And I really think they're going to struggle against a better opponent here in this one. This is their toughest game of the season. I mean, it's the toughest game of the season thus far um, for both of these teams. But I really like what I've seen out of Miami. I really like how they finished the season last year. And I think they're in a great spot to have some success in the ACC this season. I'm taking Miami minus two and a half here against Providence. Next up on Saturday, we head to the Paradise Invitational as Detroit takes on FAU. Detroit comes into this game as the 243rd overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. FAU is the 94th overall team. And even though this is technically an MTE, um, it's essentially a home game, you know, for Florida Atlantic um, being played in Boca Raton here. But, you know, for Florida Atlantic, um, you know, come into this game following that win over Bryant. And we were on Bryant in that game. We end up losing that bet by one point due to some technical free throws. Um, and while FAU did look good in that game, Bryant was able to stay in it. Yes, FAU pulled away um, at the end and, and it definitely hit their free throws to be able to win that one. And overall, they have not been a bad team shooting the ball, hitting 40% from beyond the arc. But the defense in that game for FAU certainly concerned me. Their perimeter defense, especially. And they're going up against the Detroit team here that has equally been 
been good shooting the basketball, hitting 40% from beyond the arc themselves in Detroit. Detroit's also hitting a 55.1 effective field goal percentage on the season. And it's not like Detroit hasn't played anyone this season. I mean, they played a, a non-D1 school, which whatever, who cares about that game? But they played a close game against Boston College, only ended up losing that game by four points. And they actually come into this game following a win over Ohio in their last game. I mean, overall, Detroit has absolutely outplayed the 243rd overall team ranking um, that I currently have them sitting at. And defensively, like I said, they've been a strong team as well. Um, you know, their perimeter defense has, has definitely been stronger than what we've seen out of FAU, holding their opponents to 30% from beyond the arc. And a big part of the success for Detroit early in the season here, and, and at least, you know, what has had them looking good is Antonio Davis. You know, he has been outstanding. 23.7 points per game for him. Also hitting 4.3 assists. Leads the team in both of those categories categories um, and this isn't to say that FAU is a bad team by any means I mean they were very very young last season um, you know they, they looked better down the stretch and, and, and I certainly think they'll be a solid team here this season I mean obviously the win over Florida um, is huge for this FAU team um, and they have one of the highest returning minutes in Conference USA but their defense definitely scares me. And we saw that on full display in that Bryant game. Yes, they were able to pull away late. Um, but this is not an easy Detroit team to play against. I mean, Detroit has already shown us in their last two games um, that they're able to stay in it with these better opponents. Yes, FAU is even a step up from those games. But I think on the road here in this NTE, Detroit's able to keep this one close. Taking them plus 12 here against Florida Atlantic. Now, usually this is the point of the show where I would go tell you to check out hottipbets.com, but currently I'm, I'm waiting on the data center I use um, to come back online. So at the moment, as I record this, the website isn't even up. Hopefully it's up by the time you're watching this, and more importantly, hopefully it's up by Saturday morning um, to get all the Saturday's picks out. But um, as always, go over there, check that out once it is back online. But follow the Hot Tippets main account on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with everything going on over there. Follow my personal accounts at Hot Tippets Chris on Instagram. TikTok, Twitter, so you don't miss out on any of the content that I'm putting out, as well as follow me on Betstamp at Hot Tip Bets Chris, so you can get a notification every single time I place a bet, um, and you especially want to be doing that for college basketball, so you don't miss out on any of these line movements. And last but not least, for watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content, and make sure you drop a comment down below, let me know who you guys are betting on here for Saturday, and let's get right back into the card. Now we close out Saturday's show with Stephen F. Austin taking on South Dakota State. Stephen F. Austin comes into this game as the 142nd overall team in the hot Tibet power ranking. South Dakota State is the 81st overall team. And for South Dakota State, they're in a little bit of trouble here to start the season, especially compared to where they were last season and how strong they finished. Um, you know, they do hold on to beat St. Bonaventure a few games ago, um, but they ultimately don't end up covering that one. We were on there <laughs> on them in that game. Um, and for a large part of that game, they struggled. I mean, they trailed for a long time. Um, and they also go and lose to Arkansas in their next game and didn't look very competitive in that game. Really struggled to shoot the ball there. And overall, they've just had some struggles shooting the ball um, this entire season. You know, where they were so good from the perimeter a season ago, that has not been the case this season, only hitting 26.2% from three here. And they go up against the Stephen F. Austin team that has not looked bad. Get the win over Gardner-Webb last week. They do follow it up with the loss to Alcorn State, which 
isn't exactly great for Stephen F. Austin, um, but Stephen F. Austin has impressed me in a few places this season. Yes, they certainly have their own fair share of problems, but in the rebounding department, for one, they have looked very, very strong, especially on the offensive glass, pulling down 41.7% off the offensive glass. They've also done a really, really good job forcing turnovers this season. Um, and ultimately, Stephen F. Austin is just one of those teams that is looking very, very competitive to start the season. And coming off of that loss, I think they're going to be fired up here in this game. I mean, Hall himself um, has looked very solid for this team, dropping 16 points per game for Stephen F. Austin. And, you know, it was a team that we saw go on a dominant run at the end of WAC play last year. And even during non-conference last year, Stephen F. Austin played in a lot of really close games. I think they don't remember exactly held Kansas to, to under 10 points. I mean, they had some close games in non-conference play, even if they ultimately didn't end up winning all of those. And that's not to say that South Dakota State wasn't a solid team last year. Obviously, went 18 and 0 in Summit League play. Um, but we've seen South Dakota State already struggle a little bit this season. You know, they lost a lot of talent in the offseason. And yes, while some of those bench guys have stepped up to try to get more minutes and try to get more involved, it just hasn't worked out nearly as quickly um, as I would have hoped. And I think nearly as quickly as they expected. I mean, Matt Dinklinger has done a solid job for the South Dakota State team, but Overall, the offense scares me a little bit. I certainly have my concerns, and I really think they're going to struggle here in this game. I think Stephen F. Austin keeps this one close on the road, taking them plus seven here against South Dakota State.